with the party entering the walls of Mainstay, masquerading as the noble Valentine Eventide and his merry men. They were able to finagle their way through the first of, I'm sure, many guard checkpoints that would bar their progress to the upper levels of the city. But for now, they find themselves thrown into the hustle and bustle of the morning's markets and activity as hundreds of human citizens go to and fro. Honestly, it's quite chaotic. Everyone seems to have a purpose. Everyone's going somewhere. In contrast to your time spent in the kin capital of Udeello, though this seems, if not as large, even a little larger, there is a nervous energy, a bit of chaos within everyone's movements. And it's clear that there's an unease in the air. Perhaps it was this event that the guard mentioned that happened at the Arcanum some time before. But regardless, you're in the city and you have free reign on what you do next. I have a question. Val doesn't remember Katasandra at all, but does he at least know that she is dead? I'm mostly just trying to... I, we need money. And I was hoping to access her estate in some fashion. I don't know if, like, Val would be able to, like, go to a bank and be like, Hi, I am a ward of this person. Here's my papers. Like, give me money. Or if... Because I, I, I was going... I mean, you can, you can see on these papers that Katasandra was an individual that existed. Who was in charge of me in some fashion. Yes. But outside of that, you have no knowledge of who she is. Okay. Would my understanding of, like, how <laughs> banking and wealth works in human society be such that I would know if I could go to some sort of banking establishment to withdraw money from, like, the estate? It's worth a shot. Just take out a loan. <laughs> I'd like to apply for a loan, please. <laughs> Do you have any or credit? Might, I'd like to apply for a loan. <laughs> 75000 Golden bolts. Not a penny more or a penny less. Okay. I, I say we try to find a bank then. Well, that will not be in these uh, lower parts of the city for sure. Any accredited financial institution, you will have to travel to the upper city. Speaking quietly to the party then, are we in agreement that we won't be able to get much of anywhere without any funds? That seems obvious, Yes. I was just checking. <laughs> We're burning through our reserves. Yes. If you have money that we can access, please. I don't know if I do, but I assume I have something. I guess we'll find out. And I think then we'll just sort of start heading up to the, the higher parts of the city. Like I, um, I had previously explained how the city looks, but now that you're in it, you definitely have a better feel for it. The lower parts of the city, quote-unquote off, are the flatlands, the lowlands, the foothills of the natural uh, environment, the natural landscape that had been here before the city was even built. When it gets to the higher, quote-unquote off, parts of the city are the ones that then stretch on on the tops of the hills, on small bluffs or plateaus, and then working their way up winding paths, the sides of hills and mountains themselves. There is very little nature that has been preserved within the city. There's definitely some artificial parks and patches of trees and whatnots, but it seems everything else was just completely leveled and paved. Honestly, as you work your way through the poorer parts of the city and into the wealthier districts, you aren't stopped per se, but you definitely catch a few glances from the Watch, who are less attentive of you in general. 
and looking at the architecture and such, it's almost evocative of Udeello, in a sense. Not that it is very kin in construction. It's not as utilitarian and simple, but effective. There's still some flair to it. But it's definitely older than the obviously human-built sections of the lower cities. And from here, looking back, you're on the side of a hill incline. The city is quite beautiful in the just-before-noonday light. The large river that runs from the northeastern part of the city out the southwestern side of the wall is just full of activity, and the inner ports and docks are abuzz, and the smells carry even up to here. You did have to cross a bridge or two to reach this portion of the city and through one or two checkpoints, but they offered you no trouble. You had only to wave your hand or simply present your face. No documentation was needed. But as you approach another checkpoint, moving up this incline, as I said, these guards wear less practical and more ornamental armaments. And it seems as they hold up their arms and weapons, you're going to have to talk your way through this one. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Val will sort of give them like a cheeky salute kind of thing and, and say, A fine day for it, gentlemen. You're so fine. Any problems with me passing through here? You state your business. Looking for a bank. Don't quite recognize you? Well, I've not been to Mainstay before. Oh, that explain it. Looking for a bank, mate. I wish one in particular. If you have a recommendation, I'd take it. Or don't. Wells Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chase Bank, please? <laughs> Look, you got papers or something? I'll show my papers. Hey, what do you think? Looks in order? Yeah, it looks in order. Yeah. Let me see your ring. I hold out my hand. Master Evenside, is it? Yeah. You hold some kind of rank? Not yet, except to inherit. Oh. Well, I guess that answers my next question then. He rolls up the paper, hands it back to you. All right, pass on through. Be quiet and quick about it. Don't cause any ruckus. And we'll have you out in a heartbeat. Uh, I give him another cheeky salute and say, yes, sir. He sneers at you and then steps aside. <laughs> <laughs> we go in. <laughs> that made Laurel very nervous. <laughs> Moving into the upper echelons of both society and the city itself, it's not hard to find a, an institution that will take care of any money exchange and lending. Okay. Um, how much money do we want to take out? Well, perhaps it'd be best to find out how much we can take out. I Obviously, we don't want to be loading our pockets full of golden bolts, but enough that everyone could handle situations should they get separated would be nice. Alright. Um, what Would a hundred gold bolts be good enough? Or more than that? Less than that? I don't know. That's <laughs> why <So> I'm asking. <laughs> Val, I'm not even originally from this world, and I know that's a ludicrous amount of money to carry oh, around. Okay, then we won't take that much. Perhaps the equivalent of a golden bolt in smaller amounts for each person, if that amount is available, would be sufficient. All right, here we go. Into a bank. (laughs) Sitting at one of the counters, it's quite a busy institution here, but you are helped uh, quite quickly. At one of these counters, there is a Talik woman, and she says, Ah, welcome. Might I ask that your companions wait in the foyer? Fine by me. One guard will accompany Master Eventide. I'm sorry, sir, but it is just company policy. Hmm, I'm sorry, but it is House Eventide policy that the Master is not to be alone with anyone else. 
well, perhaps the house policy can make an exception for company policy. And she gives a click of her tongue and two armed individuals step out from side doors into this lobby. And they just stand there. They don't approach you, but they're quite burly. I'll be fine. Perhaps this once. Indeed. Yes. So then, Master Eventide, my good lord, I presume, given your credentials here? Or, uh, excuse me, not yet. What can I do for you? I just need to withdraw some money. Might I inquire about this account? It seems you yourself are not in any possession or titles, though there is one that I assume is bound to you in some way, or rather you are bound to her. It looks that way, doesn't it? The Baroness Coltier has uh, a holding at another institution, but I'm sure something could be brought up uh, here. If you wish to change your <laughs> allegiances. And she gives a, a smile. That's very fake. <laughs> uh, would you make change my allegiances worth my while? Well, of course, we would dispense any currency in the Felish Standard with Baroness Coltia. It seems all of her holdings are in the Telic Standard. We would deduct, of course, the exchange fee. <laughs> Money exchange. <laughs> Where's a fraud when you need him? It just occurred to me that this is what we're doing. is like dollars to euros. <laughs> that Don DeFron, he left me an exchange chart. We had to do this once, didn't we? <laughs> we did. Now, there is some anomaly, I think, in our records. Uh, we would have to confirm it with the Baroness, but we would be able to give you a preliminary disbursement. It's fine by me. Is, would you like that full amount, then? What is that full amount, if you wouldn't mind letting me know? It would seem, Master Eventide, that we are authorized for a disbursement of 500 ooms, of which we could then convert to around 75 golden balls. <laughs> Yay! No, I don't want all that money. I, Rolandier just scolded me. That's the partial disbursement. <laughs> Woo! Benefits of nobility, baby! There would, of course, then still be the exchange fee and then a transactional fee from our institution and the one that Baroness Coltia currently is aligned with. And what's to stop me from heading on over to this institution to withdraw instead? Uh, because it is quite the journey from here to Malit. That's the capital of Taylor, by the way. <laughs> Touché, lady. Touché. Um, it's in another freaking country. <laughs> 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 um, Val looks appropriately embarrassed. Um, <laughs> that worked out so well. Yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, all right, fair enough. Um, let's start with. Uh, okay, here's the question, team. What is Hyatt? Didn't even ten. And, yeah, okay, because I don't want to like take all of it. Yeah, we'll take ten. Why don't you take like twenty? I don't want to get robbed. I don't know. I will break it down for you, Mr. Eventide, if you do so desire. We will be generous and handle the fees after the conversions. We will not take more than we wish. Now, with the 75 golden bolts, that is approximate what the 500 ooms would amount to. Given the current conversion rate and then a fee of 10% brings you down, plus our own deductions and the other institutions, to 60 bolts. 
60 more bolts than we've ever had. Yeah, no kidding. Should I take all of it? I mean, we may not be coming back. That's a good point. Yeah, totally and also... Val, who's in, alone, in a room alone with... He's a lone 13-year-old. 17-year-old. I mean, <laughs> 13? <laughs> Money, please. Money, please. <laughs> he did get scolded by Rolandier for <laughs> suggesting 100, so... <laughs> Oh, if Katis- if they confirm that Katasandra is dead, um, you're not going to get that money. The rest <laughs> of it, right. I'm pretty I sure. Take it so all? that's what I was thinking. No, that's I, I. I think this this will be Val's logic is that <laughs> uh, Rolander scolded him for 160 is less than that. So <laughs> sounds fine by me. Very well. Now we will be sending an envoy to the Coltier Estate and. When we receive word back, is there somewhere we might be able to reach you, uh, given your presumed extended stay, visiting mainstay, that we could then provide you with additional means, should you require them? And should the estate come back with the appropriate documentation? Yeah, there's a child thief outside the walls. Just, <laughs> we'll be out there with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there an inn you'd recommend? Any addresses? An inn. Oh, an inn. Oh, oh, I, 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 sorry, Noah confused. Sorry, me. I was confused. I was confused too. I thought you were asking her, like, what address do you think I should <laughs> Is have? Is there somewhere you can, that we can reach you? Where would you suggest? Like, <laughs> I don't know, the, a P.O. box? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. There are many places in the upper cities that would be fit for an extended stay. It just depends on how long you will be staying. If you're only staying a week, then I could suggest many fine institutions that uh, your current purse would cover the costs of. If you wish to stay longer, then I can suggest something different. Yeah, a week sounds about right. Very well. Then I think the Purple Mare would be into your best interest. It is a uh, favorite spot of many of our customer base. You will find it just uh, six streets up and one to the east. Much obliged. Very well, if you will not mind, Master Eventide, we will disperse your funds here. Would you like them in any specific denominations? <laughs> Need them all in golden bolts, baby. <laughs> give me, give me those fantasy Benjis. Come on. <laughs> It'll be like that episode of Parks and Rec where he wants to hold $1,000 and he goes to the bank and it's just like a little tiny stack of hundreds. He's like, that's underwhelming. <laughs> Uh, smaller denominations would be preferable. So, rams? Sure. Very well. <laughs> Val is not going to give himself away here being like, hi, can we just have cuts, please? <laughs> How telling is it that small to this woman is a ram? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Eventide, while I acquire the funds, perhaps you would like to call in one of your accompaniment to bring a chest or something? Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, do we have anything that we can put stuff in? We have, we have like, grubby bags, don't we? You have grubby backpacks. Well, we have new backpacks. We Remember, we just bought some. Oh, new, that's new packs. true. That's right. You do. You do. They're nice. Camelbacks. They're Jansport. <laughs> I'll bring in Rolandir since he, he put up such a stink before. Okay. Because this woman is about to give you 10 bolts, 400 rams, and 800 pegs. <laughs> that's so Holy crap. Money. <laughs> A lot of cash, baby. 
crash for days. Oh, Let's hit God. up the club. This is when we walk outside the bank and get immediately robbed of everything. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. We're going to walk out of here with like a saggy diaper bag full of money. <laughs> a saggy diaper It's a nice backpack. It won't sag. It's got that hard bottom. If it's any consolation, you know... If it's all in a bag, pretty much the only guys I imagine here that are actually able to carry that much money in a backpack is Rolandier and uh, Brynir. Oh, so. absolutely. Or Vamok. Vamok's pretty big. Not anymore. He's still like <laughs> six and a half feet. Okay. Like... Mick, Mick can carry like 60 rams, maybe. So, boop, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, Barty is just this like weird anomaly who's literally three feet shorter than everyone in the party. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm waving in Rolandir. And Rolandir enters, um, now being uh, still a little salty at the lady for not letting him accompany in the first place. Yeah, you should have definitely brought in Brynir because Brynir's not salty. Yeah, I, I Val is regretting his choice immediately. <laughs> sees Brynir, no, wait. Val sees the look on Rolandir's face and like waves him out. And says, no, send Brynir in. And Rolandir kind of shoots the like, what? Oh, fine. And he goes back and he gets Brynir to go in. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Rolandia had a little bit of attitude on him. When does he not? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Hey, screw you guys. I'm a godborn. <laughs> He's stewing. Come here, Brynir. <laughs> the treatment of a godborn. <laughs> hey, Cinder, you can take this guy whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> So are we uh, loading the stuff into a backpack? I don't know if it's here yet. Uh, it's definitely not. Yeah, we also probably shouldn't stay at that hotel she recommended, but oh, Brynir can't make that. Oh, absolutely not. Val is going to go pay for a room there and then leave. Like, we're not staying there. That's a terrible Just idea. Just watch, like, a room there costs, like, 20 golden bolts. Oh, my gosh, no. If it costs that much, then I'm not. So are we out of the bank yet? No, we're waiting for the so- money. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone keeps talking. So this woman comes forward wheeling a enormous chest and you and is it Brynir and Rolandir or just Brynir? It's just Brynir. I sent Rolandir back. Rolandir got shunned. You and Brynir are taken into the back and they divvy out 30 bolts, 200 rams, 200 pegs, 1,000 caps, and 800 cuts. So much money. I'm hoping this is communal. I just, you know. It's it's not not communal, but I do think Val is going to keep a very close eye on the money. But but it is par- party funds, absolutely. But we're not spending it on frivolous things. Emphasis on the party and the fun. party beat in the house. Party beat. Party beat. <laughs> Upon seeing your current predicament, uh, this woman, as Brynir comes, and you have these different knapsacks and bags to put things in. <laughs> so pathetic she just shuts the chest again and locks it and then hands Val the key and says perhaps you would be better with this uh indeed thank you uh does Brynir grab the chest yes he does all right Uh, that is a very heavy chest (laughs) I imagine having carried boxes before I can tell you your arms are gonna get tired Having <laughs> carried boxes before. Now, real, real pertinent life experience here. I'm an expert. That, all right, that Don DeFron, yeah, he left me a harness in which I can carry a chest on my back. That Don DeFron, he left me a coach and horses. All right. 
So, outside the bank, Val and Brynir appear with an enormous chest. Rolandir gives a very Efron-like eye roll at the amount of money they are pulling out of the bank. It was less than a hundred. <sighs> and it's not going to look conspicuous at all carrying this around, now is it? Well, the lad got us money. That's all that matters. Also, on top of that, why not make ourselves conspicuous? Val did say that he's here to introduce himself. Is he not? Why don't we... What? Throw money in the streets? <laughs> no, of course not. Why don't we just present Valentine Eventide? Whatever we do, let's be on our way. This is heavy. And it is nearly <laughs> noon. It'd be best if we made our way throughout the city as quickly as possible. It'd be nice to have somewhere to... Well, I don't mean lie down as of right now. I'm sure in an hour or so, Brynja will be needing it. But it'd be good to have somewhere to fall back on that isn't the forest outside. Perhaps we could um, head closer to the university and attempt to find some sort of uh, middling inn over there. Luna looks up at Val and says, That's a good idea. Um, where, though? There's, I'm sure there are plenty. Well, perhaps, well, first of all, I do need to go purchase a room at this other establishment that I told this woman I would be staying at. But they're not staying there. That seems like a bad idea. Um... I think if we just sort of head... Do we know the directions that the university is in? I think it'd be probably in the highest parts of the city, near the most noble of houses and even the castle. Mm, sounds expensive. Well, we don't have to stay up. We could stay below that area. At the very least, we'd be closer to it. Do you think we could find a way that we could stay somewhere without paying? Meaning what exactly? Yeah, like in the alleyway. <laughs> We passed a few fine street urchins. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you remember that Luna was a urchin for all of her life. <laughs> I'll have you remember hey. that Vamok never asked because he didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Luna snaps her fingers and Vamok gets JFK'd from a grassy knoll. <laughs> <laughs> JFK for the grass. Okay, hang on. I'll respond to Luna. Um, <laughs> would you prefer that to an inn? Well, I, I, I just mean, if we're truly here on this pretense of presenting yourself as some sort of new nobility, why not go all in? Why not seek some kind of audience at the court? Oh. They might put us up in lodgings. That's a very good idea. Should we perhaps change clothes <laughs> before we do that? Why change clothes when you could buy clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Banking and shopping? Welcome to Mainstay! <laughs> uh, Cad, looking between Mick and Val, is like, Mick has a point. We, we are a little worse for wear. Looking down at his own kind of dirty, tattered robes. <laughs> I should say so. Uh, let's not linger by this bank anymore. <laughs> Perhaps we can head towards the inns that she recommended and there might be a tailors around there. I have already scouted the area thanks to Vakos. There is a tailor just a few streets up. We can stop by there and purchase some finer clothing. Okay, we'll head there. Moving even higher up in the tiers of society and the city, you find a tailor, the one that Fomak had pointed out, and you spend... A good hour there, getting everyone outfitted, 
in the end, it only costs you 30 rams. With everyone's clothes updated to quite fine or adornments, fanciful cloaks, fine silks and linens, and a few extra sets, you look like you're ready for a courtly outing as anyone else. All right, let's head towards the, the the highest point, I guess, assuming that that's where the most fancy people are. As you do make your way even further up the, the tiers in this city, the streets become more crowded, and then as you work your way even further, much, much suddenly less crowded. There are sufficient guards and town watch to the point where you don't really feel as if you would be set upon by anyone looking to take that chest from your possession. And as you come to a large boulevard that is just full of vibrant flowers and foliage, there are many gardens off to the sides, there are taverns and bathhouses and cafes dotting every which way you can see, there are people who look just as well-dressed, if not better dressed than yourselves, though not conspicuously carrying their money around in a giant chest. <laughs> It's very clear that they've got a fair sum themselves. And you all don't stand out like a sore thumb or anything, but most of these people travel in pairs or by themselves. And so simply by merit of being in a group, you are an oddity. And you do catch many an eye staring in your direction, though propriety requires those gazes to quickly avert themselves. Can we form like a little procession kind of thing with like Mick leading the way as though he is a herald? Can we oh. hire like a freaking dude with a cart to carry our crap? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining Brynir's just over here like, ooh, ooh, ooh. like he's got these fine clothes on, but his pits are all sweaty. Because, you know, <laughs> For like... some reason, I imagine this whole time he had a dolly behind us. I know it's not accurate, but is there anybody that we could hire? Like in this area, I don't think so. You are you are past the uh, <laughs> you're past the point of cart hiring shops. Um, can we form like a little procession with Mick leading the way, and then Val and Luna, and then bodyguards, and then advisors? So we're kind of like a little procession of twos rather than like a clump of people. Yes, and uh, just to be, uh, I assume did did everyone like purchase matching livery? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Rolander's more just with the cape and probably an insignia of some sort while getting his armor polished. You you formed the yes, you formed the procession. In this procession, Vamak and I guess by extension Cad, since they're both like the advisors, and Vamak says I have been thinking it could be advantageous if we seek an audience with the king and tell him we would like to invest in the university but would like to be shown the grounds before we make a final decision. That way, they would willingly show us about the place, and we would not have to disguise ourselves. I think that sounds like a very good idea. We want to make sure that our story is solid why we wish to make such a large contribution to the college. I'm sure they will ask some question. Perhaps I am donating in order to, uh, you know, get my name on the building or something. That's perfect. And I say that you you say, well, show us a school before we're willing to donate, and then we'll talk price. Exactly, yes. Perhaps it even plays to your benefit that you are not yet the full Lord Eventide. You are 
simply sent here as an emissary to inspect whether or not the contribution will be larger on behalf of House Eventide to make this decision. Perhaps they will think that as a younger lord in training, you could be easily swayed into giving more and perhaps maybe even more willing to show. Luna kind of raises her hand and she's like, I I don't know exactly a lot about noble goings on and such, but would it be possible for us to just walk into the castle and speak to the king? Certainly not, but um, I, we can... Okay, <laughs> here's here's a question for you, Ryan. For my background, my little feature thing is that I know how to secure an audience with like a local lord or noble if I need to. Um, so I imagine I could just begin sort of working our way up the chain. But I mean, like Laurel doesn't know where we would go to do that. You you could secure an audience with a lord, and I mean that in the the rank. Uh, so yeah, a, a lord. So someone who would be. If you had a title, a similar title to yourself. Um, where do I go to do that? I mean, looking down this boulevard, like I said, there are plenty of cafes. There are plenty of people attending these cafes. There are plenty of people in the parlors of the inns strolling down the boulevard itself. And at the end of the boulevard is an enormous wrought iron gate and fencing that runs uh, kind of blocking any entrance further up into the final hills and mountainsides where the most lavish estates and the most lavish neighborhoods and the castle itself sit. So you would not be able to walk up Mm -hmm. to your ultimate destination without some outside assistance. Um, If, Mick, you would be able to sort of, you know, make an announcement of my arrival here, I think perhaps we might be able to gain some attention at the very least to begin and from there, we can work our way up the ladder. There's a s- small square with an amphitheater ahead. I think that might be a good enough place for it. An amphitheater sounds great. <laughs> Already ahead of you. Don't you worry. And Mick says, follow me. And the rest of them follow them to the amphitheater and stands in the middle and starts to proclaim to everybody who's around or passing by. Says, hear ye, hear ye, ladies, gentlemen. We come from far and wide to bring to you his royal highness. <laughs> I present to you Valentine Eventide. <sighs> Every, my entourage claps. <laughs> Does, is, are, people, are people gathering around? People are not gathering per se, but some have stopped to watch and others have turned their heads from their comfortable cafe seating. Cad leans over to Vamok, who's still next to him, doing their little noble claps, and he goes, Royal Highness. Um, I'm going to say that Mick doesn't really notice this, because obviously he said it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a song you could play? Oh, for sure I do. You kidding me? But it's not about you, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Mick says add a character. (laughs) (laughs) Valentine, Valentine. I know. Coming from House of Pine. House of Pine. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Not just blood, but full of gold. I mean, you could say pride, but made lots pride of money in a different way. from the stuff he sold. Oh, that's their goop. Valentine, Valentine, Eventide. 
Oh, she came from he. <laughs> Excuse me. He's so beautiful. He could be a woman. He came from far to come to you. And that's just what he'll do. Oh, Valentine the Valiant. Valentine the Great. He... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Valentine, Valentine. Valentine even died, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> you have drawn a fair bit of attention by now. Someone does approach, offering a polite clap. Amphitheater, I, I should say, this is all level ground. It's not like down. So it's just seating. There's a large kind of wirework iron wall behind you that has a lot of vines and plants and flowers kind of as the back of the stage in this little plaza. And this gentleman that approaches says to not Val directly, but to Vamok says, Ah, oh, hello. <laughs> Most pleased to make your acquaintance. My name is the Lord Dacus. Might I be so bold as to speak with our <coughs> Royal Highness? <laughs> uh oh. Vamak, who actually has Vakos like in his arm and is like petting it with the other. <laughs> <laughs> so sinister i love that with his blind eyes looks dacus up and down that would be suitable enough but please do not waste our time i assure you time is something i never waste and he strolls past you and stops just short of Val. Your grace, I presume? Yeah, that's me. Do tell. I don't recall your name or family in my... Well, you see, I I should be so bold as to first introduce myself. <laughs> I apologize for my impropriety. I am the Lord Duckus of House Duckus. I was simply intrigued by this little show of yours and your troubadour there i simply wondered why someone of so high a station would well fall beneath my gaze somehow you see i keep a very well curated list of all the important people that come in and out of mainstay and i hadn't caught your name ah uh, well i you can add me to that list i've just arrived today Mm, indeed. And after quite a show, I'm sure it'll shoot right straight to the top. But please, if you'll excuse my forwardness. By what title do you hold yourself? Uh, it's Lord Valentine Eventide. Ah, then if you'll <laughs> excuse it, I'll drop the my grace and stick with my lord. Yeah, I mean... He's good, but he likes to exaggerate a bit. Of course. Might I entreat you to dine with my household tonight? This feels like a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I can be entreated, yeah. 
good. I assure you, your guardsmen, your advisors, and your minstrel there are more than welcome. That's very generous of you. Then he pulls out a small card from a breast pocket and hands it to you. You'll find me at this address. Call upon me at the evening hours and, well, we'll have a fine meal together. I look forward to it. As do I. And he gives a short bow, not going down very far at all, turns on his heel and excuses himself. Val will return the bow at the exact level that he did, but he'll make it fancier. Very nice. But Mock and Vakos are just staring at him as he walks away. <laughs> so eerie. Luna then looks between Vamok and Val and the parting man. He's like, so, um, it's a date? <laughs> Sounds like it. 